Hello, my name is Andrew. And I'm Cassie. And this is the QFs English Podcast. Welcome back to QFs, everyone. This is a simplified speech episode, which is the QFs series that features 100% natural English conversations. However, they are slowed down just a little bit. We speak just a little bit slower in this series than we do in our regular everyday lives. And we do that so that you can hear everything. And we hope that by listening to this series, you will be able to upgrade your English listening skills and then move on and graduate to English movies and TV shows and conversations with native speakers. I'm not alone today. I'm joined by my co-host, Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey, Andrew. How are you? I am excellent, as always. How are you? I'm good as well. And I'm excited for our topic today because I think we're going to have a funny conversation. <laughs> as I was previewing this topic with you, Cassie, you mm -hmm. mentioned some funny things. So I'm looking forward to it. Actually, we should let everyone know what we're talking about. What is it? Today's topic is collections. 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 Okay, so talking about collecting things. However, before we start talking about collections, we should give a shout out to one of our listeners named Lynn Sanity Gogo, who left us a five-star rating and a very nice review on Apple Podcasts. Lynn Sanity said, the host's voice is very nice. I really enjoy it. So, Linsanity, if you're talking about me, thank you very much. If you're talking about Cassie, thank you too. <laughs> and if you're talking about one of our other hosts, well, then we will thank you for that as well. So, everyone, we want to give shout outs here going forward to some of our supporters who help us on social media and help spread QLIPS. If you would like to hear us mention your name at the start of an upcoming Culips episode, then all you have to do is support us on social media or on a podcast service where you listen to your podcasts. When we see your comment or review, we'll make sure to give you a mention on an upcoming show. We should also mention, Cassie, that there's a study guide for this episode, right? Mm-hmm. And if somebody wanted to download that, where could they find it? They could get it at qlips.com. Mm -hmm. And Cassie, you write some of these study guides, don't you? I do. I've been a little slow recently, but I'm going to get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We have a great team of study guide writers who help us to make high quality materials that are designed to help our listeners get the most out of each episode. So in the guides, you'll find a transcript, detailed vocabulary explanations and examples. There's a quiz. There are prompts that can be used for speaking practice or writing practice. Lots of good stuff in the study guides and they're available for all QLibs members. So if you are interested in studying with one of the guides, and we highly suggest that you do, just visit qlips.com, sign up, and become a member. 
And Cassie, I should mention, yes. I don't know if you knew this or not, but when you're a QLips member, you can listen to our episodes ad-free. Wow. So you can skip all of the promotion and the the non-topic content if you're a member. That's so a nice perk. It's a good perk. And yeah, our members are not listening to me ramble right now. <laughs> They're already listening to us talk about collections. <laughs> Just another bonus feature of becoming a member. All right, so let's talk about collections. Maybe we should start with a definition to just be clear exactly what we're talking about today. How would you define collecting things and a collection? A collection is when you have a very strong interest in one object or thing, and it has like some significant value to you mm -hmm. so you want to collect as much of that thing in as many varieties as possible that's right and what are some common things that people collect like when i told you oh we're going to talk about collections today what were some of the first items that popped into your mind instantly stamps are like the stereotypical collection items. <laughs> yeah, it's totally true. I think when we talk about collections, we always immediately jump to stamps. I'm not sure why, because I personally don't know anyone who collects stamps. Yeah, these days, I think it's a lost art almost. Mm. And when we say stamps, everyone, we're talking about postage stamps. It's almost like the tax that you have to pay to send a letter in the mail, right? And when I was a kid, I had a stamp collection that I inherited from one of my aunts. Mm. She passed it on to me. And I think, yeah, this is something that people did a long time ago before the internet. An email. An email. Before video games. Before TV. <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, there, yeah, there just weren't as many things to do, I guess. So people would get enjoyment out of collecting stamps. And to be honest with you, as someone who likes old things and also likes history, it was cool to look at my aunt's old stamp collection because she had different stamps from around the world, from all over the UK, from Australia, from India, places where she got these letters. And it was, you know, it was cool to see the different culture and art from different places worldwide kind of embedded in the stamps. But I think also uh, one thing that collectors have to be cautious about when mm -hmm. starting a collection is that it takes up a lot of space. Yeah. And luckily with stamps, you can keep it in a nice, beautiful, leather-bound book or something like that. It's exactly the kind of book that I had, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where that collection went. It's possible my mom still has it somewhere. <laughs> so, okay, stamps are kind of the stereotypical collectible item, but people collect all sorts of things. Coins, mm -hmm. right? Coins is... You know, almost the same as a stamp collection, in my opinion. Yep. Or other types of currency, money. Uh, people collect beanie babies. 
Oh, yeah. People collect vinyl records. Mm -hmm. You can have a vinyl collection or a VHS collection, DVD collection. Shot glasses. Shot glasses. My girlfriend actually collects magnets, fridge magnets mm -hmm. from different places that she visits. So every time she travels to a new country, she'll get a little fridge magnet, mm -hmm. baseball cards, hockey cards. I had a big hockey card collection when I was a kid. Very Canadian. Yeah, I think every <laughs> Canadian kid has to have a hockey card collection. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost like currency, you know, we would collect the cards and then trade them amongst ourselves. And I had this book that was called a Beckett. Beckett was the name. So it was almost like a magazine that was produced every month. And maybe this is before your time, Cassie, but back in the day when people actually read newspapers, you could look at the stock prices uh -huh. in the back of the newspaper to see like, oh, Sony is up $2 or... I don't know, Procter & Gamble is down $5. You could see the movement of each stock for the previous day. Mm. This Beckett was like the same thing. You could look up, oh, this is the Wayne Gretzky 1997 upper deck card. And you could see that, oh, it went up $2 in value from last month. Wow. You could track the value of your playing cards with this Beckett. So in that way, it was almost like investing we collected them because we are fans of the players and fans of the teams, but at the same time, they had this monetary value and we would trade cards with each other based on the value of the Beckett, what it said. Mm, so, you know, like, I would never sell this amazing card for that Lamo card. Yeah. <laughs> so weird now that I'm thinking about it. It's like almost setting little kids up to be investors or something. It's a good life skill made fun. Yeah. And we always dreamed that we could sell the expensive cards, but really, I don't think anybody would have bought them. <laughs> so I collected hockey cards when I was a kid. Cassie, did you have a collection at all? This is a little embarrassing, but when I was in uh, fifth grade or so, I started collecting smiley face memorabilia. So my room was just filled with smiley face things. <laughs> I had a smiley face bedspread, pillow, and lights, and my walls were painted yellow, and I had stickers and t-shirts. I was such a dork. <laughs> smiley face. So are you talking about the classic smiley face image where it's like a yellow face with black eyes and a black smile. Yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so why were you so into that? I'm not sure. I think it was my way of like starting my day and keeping it positive the whole day. Like I just wanted to be cheery and optimistic all the time. You know what's really funny about that smiley face is that it's ubiquitous. It's everywhere, but it's not associated with a brand. It's not like a Disney character or anything. I wonder if whoever originally created that smiley face made some money off of it or if it was just the artist's donation to the world. I saw a reference to it in the Forrest Gump movie, but I don't remember mm. exactly. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, that rings a bell. Actually, that might be in Forrest Gump.、Mm-hmm. We'll have to go back and watch. Yeah. <laughs> And you also told me earlier that your mom had an interesting collection. Oh yes, she is obsessed with Disney. So she had a Disney ornament collection. Disney ornament collection.、Yeah. There was actually one really terrible, terrible day. I'll never forget. Okay.、Uh, What she, happened? <laughs> maybe you can imagine. Yeah. Um, she had this beautiful glass case filled with really expensive, rare, blown glass Disney ornaments. Okay. And they were priceless. And then one day, freak accident. One of the shelves just collapsed. Okay. Like、the top shelf. Oh no! And every single ornament in the cabinet smashed into a million pieces. Oh no! I've never remembered my mother crying so much. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she must have been heartbroken. Her whole collection wiped out in a just in an instant. Exactly. So ever since then, we've been trying to rebuild it, but、uh, it's just not the same. Yeah, ah,、uh, that sucks. It sucks when you lose something that you work so hard to put together and that you're attached to. When you say the word ornament, I think maybe our listeners might be a little confused or wondering what this word means because I'm a little bit confused about ornament. Because when I think of this word, I think of like the things that we put on the Christmas tree, Christmas ornament. Is that what they are, or are they more like? Dolls or figures—they're Christmas ornaments, but they're not like really small. They're really quite large and detailed. Though the fancier ones, you can put them on your tree, and then you can also get like personal holders for them to display them throughout the year as well. They're not just Christmas themed. Okay. And when the shelf broke, it was just a random accident. It、yep. wasn't like、no. one of your sisters that、yes. bumped it or Thank something. Thank God, we would have. I can't even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it was a freak accident.、Yes. Yeah. My mom had a very small collection of Royal Dalton. This was the brand Royal Dalton glass figures.、Mm. Maybe this is a mom thing to collect and. I remember one of them she received from a friend, or it was passed down by a family member. And we are always warned to never run around the Royal Dalton. My mom said, if we ever went belly up as a family, which means to go broke, like、mm-hmm. if something happens and we lose all our money, she said, I can sell this doll. I can get some money from this doll. So never break it. <laughs> Don't run around the Royal Dalton. It's、our insurance policy. These are worth more than your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wonder if she still has those. She must somewhere. All right.、Uh, these days, do you collect anything, Cassie? These days, nope. I move too much to collect things. Yeah. Um. However, we did mention this a little bit before recording.、Mm-hmm. I think these days, something that. People really love collecting our things inside video games. Yeah, items、mm-hmm. inside video games. Yeah, like Pokemon comes to mind. And Brawl Stars is really common these days. What's Brawl Stars? Brawl Stars is a like a fighting game with elementary schoolers globally right、mm, now. And、okay. 
every time you uh, you battle each other and each time you get enough points, you can unlock a new character. And okay. there's just unlimited characters. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this is something that people have expressed concern about, actually, is loot boxes in video games. Loot? Uh, like prize boxes? Yeah, like prize boxes where you can buy items or unlock items at random, I think is what a loot box is. You can open the chest in the game and mm-hmm. get some sort of prize, something mm-hmm. to level you up or something to power you up. But often you have to pay money uh, for yes. this, right? Mm-hmm. And this is where the concern comes from because uh, I know in the UK, they have made this kind of loot box online illegal because they said children are getting addicted. It's almost like gambling within the game. Mm. You're just paying some money and then it's like a slot machine. Like, oh, what will I get? What will I get? Oh, it's just some new armor or mm-hmm. <laughs> something. Yeah, I know. I have cousins in middle school and elementary school and they'll like spend all of their birthday money on like building their virtual collections, I guess we could mm. call them. Yeah, just getting more and more quote unquote useless things. <laughs> It is true, though. That's a that's a really good point about digital collections. Uh, I don't play video games very often, but over the winter vacation, I, I did go to the PC Bang here mm-hmm. in Korea mm-hmm. <laughs> and played some video games before Corona happened. And um, one of the things that shocked me when I was playing these games is that my character was the only normal character. Because everybody else's character had custom mm. clothes, custom design, custom everything, which they got from playing the game for a long time. Mm-hmm. So mm, digital collections are definitely a thing. That's a great point. Yep. Cassie, we're sitting here in my apartment surrounded by my houseplant collection. I would be amiss if I didn't say that I have a houseplant collection. Yeah, I walk in here and it's like... Uh... His own little greenhouse almost. (laughs) It's getting kind of out of control. I guess, how many do you think I have? Maybe 20, 30? I think 30. Closer to 30. Closer to 30 plants. So if you ask me these days what I collect, I would answer house plants. (laughs) Yes. I think it's a cool talent and collection. Yeah, I don't know if I do anything I, I try to keep the plants alive and not kill them. I'm, ex- I'm successful some of the time, only some of the time. But yeah, it's nice to have around, bring a little life into my apartment. It's a nice collection, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, Cassie, well, I think we should wrap it up here. I'm really interested about hearing what our listeners collect. So guys, if you have a collection, maybe it's a unique collection, perhaps you gather and collect some rare or interesting thing as a hobby, then please let us know. You can get in touch with us through email. Our address is contact at qlips.com or you could Follow us on social media and get in touch with us that way. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, and we are on YouTube. 
So if you just search for the Culips English podcast, you'll be able to find us. And also, don't forget the study guides that you can download from Culips.com. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode, and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. See you later.